Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, guys, welcome to episode 27, 26? <laughs> I think it's 27. 27. Well, it was 27 last time, but it was 26. Okay, welcome to episode 27 of Super Mega Cast. I am Matt Watson. And I'm Ryan McGee. And, uh, yeah, this is our weekly podcast. It's also on iTunes every Saturday or Sunday or just around that general time. I I think we have our, our, our good friend Connor upload it. Anyway, guys, welcome to the podcast. We got some fun topics today. Um, so let, let's start off with the, the obvious one that that people have been talking about on social media. And that's uh, that's what happened to us last week. Yeah, we were detained. We were. Along with, I don't know. Like 180 people, I think, was, uh, was the number. Like 185, yeah. around that number. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, um, as you know, so there was... We live in Los Angeles, and there were a lot of big protests going on against Donald Trump. So it was it was nighttime. I'm in my room, and uh, our buddy Ross texted us like about the protests. And Ryan and I, we like to we like to go and do things that you know are like, whoa, this is something that is kind of different that we normally wouldn't do like we went to area 51 that kind of thing yeah and like the thing is like with area 51 and much like this it's for us like yeah we filmed the pokemon go thing but there's a lot of off-camera stuff of us experiencing the arizona desert driving out and actually yeah. just taking personal pictures at the gates and shit like we do a lot of the stuff as like tourists or we do it yeah. as just kind of like oh this looks interesting let's go uh picture us with hawaiian shirts sombreros and swim shorts you were gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt out, and then you were like, "Actually, maybe I should change this." Yeah, so I changed it because I was like, "Oh, I'm if I go to a rally with a Hawaiian shirt and I'm a white dude, people are gonna automatically just kind of like pin me to Trump." And like, <laughs> in going to a rally of that nature, so or a protest of that nature, I just wasn't sure it was a good idea. Yeah, so essentially, it's like okay, 
this is this is historical. We're gonna see the stuff on the news, and we just so happen to live, you know, a couple miles from where this is happening. You know, let's not go as protesters, but let's go. You know, let's go check it out because this is something historical. This is something that's big, and it's something that. You know, it's going to make national news. I would have done, we would have done the same thing if there were like these big protests like against Hillary type. Yeah, of thing. yeah. I mean, as that, long if there was a big protest, we would have been there to try to experience it and see what what was going on because, because I I've never been to a protest same. before. And from the videos that Ross had texted us on what was on the news, this looked really big, like highways blocked off and a lot of police and helicopters, so it's like, okay, let's just go check it out. This is cool. Um so, I mean, obviously you know, we have political opinions, but we weren't going out there to voice our political opinions. We're not going out there with signs. We're not going out there to, to, to you know, scream through the streets with people. Um, we go out there to experience it and see it. So, um, I guess spectate, if you will. Yeah. We're and take. We're I want. We want to take pictures too. So I, yeah, I got a lot of pictures, pictures and, videos. and videos. So we go out and. You know, there's this big crowd, and we we follow the crowd throughout the night, and it was a really cool experience. And you know, it's kind of, kind of marching, uh, listening to everyone chant. It was it was more akin to a parade. Than, yeah, it really was quote unquote riot. Um, because I've never seen something where when people are marching through the streets and blocking off traffic, everyone in their cars is high fiving the protesters, and yeah. even the bus drivers were high fiving yeah. out the window. I've never seen anything like, like businessmen. There's like fucking like. Uh, like college students, of course, but and I don't know. It was cool to kind of see Uber drivers, bus drivers, like just high fiving people and yeah. honking their not honking out of anger, but like honking along. Like in, at first, and I thought it was out of anger, and then I looked, and they all were smiling and like laughing and like yeah. I think the problem is when it it was highly dense areas for some reason. It felt like more a parade, but I think when it became trouble is when they just went to kind of like the parts of town, which you know, there's not really a massive people to even notice them and so right so people are just blocking main roads and stuff and like he you know we understand that's a hindrance no absolutely we're not surprised at all that law enforcement took action we're not sitting here like what are you kidding me we're, we're not we, we understand why the why the police moved in so yeah where the problem arose was the group was at city hall and it's what it's 1 30 in the morning i think yeah. one something and we're, we're, you know, Ryan and I are sitting on a bench. We're not, we're not even doing anything anymore. We're just sitting on a bench, just kind of like talking. And we look, and the entire group of people starts moving down the street, all marching together. So I would Ryan, for them to stay at the, yeah, I, I would have too, but hall, because that's where I mean, it's the city steps is where they have like the freedom of. Yeah, it's perfectly speech. legal to protest yeah. there. But then they start marching down the street. So Ryan and I are like, okay, um, everyone's moving. I don't know what's happening. Let's let's follow and see what's happening. So that's what we do. We we follow along behind. Um, we're kind of near the the middle-ish back, just kind of walking. And you know, it, this is this is a lot of people. So it's, you know, everyone's moving. Mm-hmm. Let's go with them. And you know, disclaimer: Yes, I understand that the group is blocking the road, and that is illegal. So. Uh, you know, we we are aware of that. We're not we're not denying like what is, wait, what it's unconstitutional. <laughs> um, like we understand, but the thing was, it's like okay, such a big group of people, mm-hmm. us walking along, you know, taking pictures and stuff shouldn't. You know, it's like so many people are doing it. It's fine. That was probably the the, the biggest mistake of the night was thinking that. So that we were gonna leave. We when were they, when they were marching away from city hall. I remember I was like, dude, I'm tired. I'm I like, I was thinking the my, same my thing. My feet hurt. 
but but there was that part of me that's like, ah, you know, I I want to see what happens. Yeah, and part of you wants to be there as witness, just in case anything yeah, goes down. Exactly. You want to be there as a witness, and that's why in some cases when law enforcement came and started detaining like the people who you know unfortunately did graffiti and stuff people stayed behind even though that person was doing something wrong but they stayed behind just to kind of witness and make sure that you know it, the, the the law enforcement was doing their job and again not not irresponsibly every time i witnessed i witnessed i think what twice someone spray painting and um yeah but that's the thing a lot of the people that were spray painting some of them did fuck Donald Trump but a lot of them were doing their own personal tags like their right. own personal groups and when and that when had it, nothing to do with the protest and when someone would do that do you remember the rest of the crowd would would yell at them like that's a business stop yeah someone you know said Donald you know put Donald fuck Donald Trump and is like come on that's a business don't do that fuck that shit like they get really mad the, because it's hindering the you know people want a movement and they know that if people do that shit their movement won't be taken seriously because then the media will only show that spray paint or for instance we were walking and somebody um broke a window and we we heard it it was nearby us and I saw it. Yeah. Well, as soon as so, as soon as that person broke the window, everyone started started yelling at them to go home and to like knock that shit off. And and lo and behold, after that window was broken, what do you think was all over the news? What do you think was in the news re- news reports? Vandalism, graffiti, run amok, riots in downtown Los because Angeles. Because because a handful of really stupid, ignorant people you, you use use you know a protest like that as an excuse to do that kind of like rambunctious shit, and that just kind of like. It, it takes a few bad eggs to spoil the bunch. Yeah. So, basically, um, what happened is everyone's marching, and we're they're kind of on a back road now. Not really a back road, but they're they're more away from the city, I guess. Um, and kind of near a Burger King, and right next to a Burger King. In fact, there was someone walking from the Burger King that got caught up in the crowd and was detained along with us. Yeah. So. <laughs> The I whole crowd. Him. Uh, yeah, I feel there were a couple people I heard saying that. I don't know if all of them were telling the truth, but I think <laughs> I'm that there sure was the guy with the Burger King cup was telling the truth. <laughs> so the crowd moved into a parking lot, and then that's when the police just instantly, like out of nowhere, just dropped in, and they dropped in out of you know every every corner, every angle, and they bring in what was somewhere between. Well, I could you could say two to three hundred riot police total one to way more than there were protesters Oh, yeah, I'd say two to three times as much so probably around two three hundred. Yeah, okay To be safe 200. Yeah, probably about 200 could have been more um, give or take a few but they move in and they just instantly Just form this huge blockade surrounding the entire group called kettling. I think yeah kettling so but they you know they, they surround everybody and all these police cars come in there's a helicopter and Everyone is surrounded and this isn't a parking lot at this point. Everyone's like, oh shit, this is this is not good So yeah, there's a lot of people wondering what's gonna happen So I'm like, you know what you can talk to law enforcement. You can go and talk to the officers. They're not they're not you you don't go up to them. They're like Get over there. You know, you can go up to them and I'm like, okay, so what's happening? well, uh y'all are all gonna be uh, we're taking everybody away like you mean like everybody's being taken away? Yeah, on those buses. And then he points, and there's three buses lined up. Big, big prison buses. Yeah. Big jail so, buses. So then I have to go deliver the news to Matt that everyone's being taken away and detained. And then I had to deliver the news to Brent, our boss. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I gave Brent a call. And Brent... I, we would like to give a thank you to Brent for how supportive and awesome he was that night because I was scared shitless. I thought, Ryan, we got mixed up in something bad here, and we are about to be in big trouble with, with our our boss or whatever. But Brent was, was very understanding, like, and it was a fully peaceful protest, too. People people get it mixed up with what happened. With the, with the assholes. That the, like the window that got broken. But Here's the thing, like what happened in Portland was different. There were, there were riots in Portland. You can see videos of that. What happened in Los Angeles was not a riot. Yeah, like one 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 asshole tried to like fight a cop somewhere. Um, not near us. We never saw that. Someone tried to fight a cop when they were getting arrested. So that was all over the news. But yeah, that's that that's something to point out. The story you hear is cop injured, vandalism, you know, just roads blocked. Uh, all this other stuff, but what you don't hear is like high. Uh, you know, you don't you don't see the pictures of people high fiving, and there was a lot of it. There's way more positivity so going it, yeah. on than negativity, and you, I, I do not see pictures of like bus drivers smiling or high fiving. I don't see people on the side of the road taking pictures and smiling like it's a parade. In fact, I, I, I see. The few people that they can, the one person probably lit something on fire, not like a building or anything. They lit like a little uh, foam dummy head type shit. I'm sure, like at one point, I think the previous night or something. Oh no, they they that was the first night of protest when they yeah. lit a, a giant Trump effigy, like a, a Trump head <laughs> made out of. They lit like a Trump head made out of like paper mache on fire. We weren't yeah. there for that. That was a different night, but and maybe that's an important thing for people who go out and protest to remember that. People are gonna focus on the 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 entertainment. Like movies want explosions, the news wants fire and destruction. And speaking chaos. of that, speaking of that, the L.A. Times uh, posted a video, some very high quality footage of it was like a little compilation reel of the protest that night, and you know they focus on you know the stuff that the news wants to see, and I noticed that in the video in the background they use audio from 
what sounds like repeated gunshots, just explosions like. Okay, so so they put that in the video in the background, and they make it sound like it's it's like officers firing like riot guns and shit. No, what that was was we, we were there. Um, There's two things. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what one of them is. Okay, what was the so so you know they there there's these loud explosion sounds that they put in the video that happened for what ten seconds while everyone was marching. Yeah, and what was that? That was someone's uh like exhaust. They had one of those like there's loud engines that yeah. they were. You one know, of them was a car exhaust popping like pop pop like yeah because someone was just revving their their engine with the protest. Another one was there were two other ones that I saw. Another one was a firework that got shut up in the air, uh-huh. and then another one was this firecracker that someone just threw in the road not like a big explosive just one of the ones that bah. but like right after he threw that and it did that stop that come on i yelled at that dude i saw yeah. him you saw me yell at the dude i the, told him to knock that dude, shit off the yeah the hefty man when he had his kid with him too yeah and i was like stop don't do that shit well i mean it says something where like there's there's a handful of those shitty people like we've said and they're the ones that are the poster children for all of the protest and you know, that's that's just how it is. That's how it plays out. That's unfortunately what it's looked at. And um, I'm not saying that, like, yeah, it's great to block roads and do all this other stuff. But I, I can I can sympathize with the movement and I can see where these people are coming from, because I think a large part that people are missing is they're not even trying to understand what these people are scared of. And it's just, you know, oh, you you know, your the, candidate didn't win. Boohoo. You're yeah. just you're just you're just whining and complaining. I'm just going to kind of go on. I'm going to sound really tumblery. But if you don't have the same problems and injustices occur, like occur to you that these people do, such as, you know, the LGBTQ community. You don't understand. You don't, you can't really sympathize that much because you don't have these problems. And so you just, oh, they're just being crybabies because of the candidate. It's like, no, it's not just the candidate. It's, it's like what the rhetoric stood for. It's, it's the symbolism that that certain candidate upheld. If you have these powerful, powerful people that, that have these beliefs, it's, it's worrisome if, if you are part of the LGBT community or, or minorities, because, you know, it just feeds into that thing of negativity um, towards them. And, like, I understand that. And until you understand that and at least try to sympathize with it, you don't understand where this is coming from. And, yes, you can say they're going about it the wrong way, but you can't just write them off as crybabies that uh, are sad because Hillary didn't win. Because that's honestly just not the case. A lot of them were protesting against Hillary as well. I see. Yeah, there was a sign that said, fuck Hillary and fuck Trump. And he was like, I voted for Bernie. But but the <laughs> there's, thing, there's that one guy, I voted for Jill Stein! Yeah, this, this big, fat, old white man. He sounded like, exactly like Yeah, no, too. he sounded just like he ran up and he was screaming and his face was red. And he's like, I voted for Jill Stein! Jill Stein! Yeah, but... Like, you know, people aren't out there protesting to change the election. They're protesting, you know, the the future. They're protesting, you know, to make sure that that people know people know that they're not going to stand for this type of, you know, behavior from the person that's going to be leading the United States, one of the most powerful countries in the world, one of the most influential countries in the world, debatably the most influential country in the world. So that's why people are doing this. And and I get it. <coughs> You know, people, people are like, why the, f-, you know, like, why would you block off a road? What does that accomplish? People, I understand how fucking annoying that is, but I, I see their side in the sense that if people want their voices to be heard, 
they need to get the news attention and they blocking a the road to kind of cause noise to make noise. It's still peaceful, you know. There's no violence happening. Yeah, but it's of course it's annoying. It's it's super annoying. I don't disagree with that at all, and I get that it's also illegal. But when when people have a voice that they want heard and they they do something radical, you know, they they do something like they block a highway. And then the news shines its spotlight on them, so their voice gets heard. Do I agree? Um, eh, do I understand? Yeah, completely, 100%. So. And then, uh, so I guess we can continue the story of the detainment. Yeah. So we last left off where they were surrounding us, so you can continue with that. On my the baby last boy. episode. <laughs> the boys are surrounded. Will they get out? Find out next time on Super Megacast. All right, pl- play the outro. If we, if we continue this for two podcasts, we can get extra views. Dude, think of all the fucking revenue. We get so much fucking ad revenue oh, from this God shit. Damn. Oh, okay. So, um, they had what? They had us surrounded without saying a word for about an hour. Was that about an hour? Just standing there silently. Yeah. At the beginning, uh, I talked to someone, and I went over who also talked to an officer separate to the one that I talked to, and this was before that I talked to my officer. I remember. And he said, "We're trying to figure out a path to to let you guys leave." Mm-hmm. But so, of course that wasn't the case, and they changed their mind, so. As soon as, you you pointed it out, you said, look at that, and I look over, and there's the officers carrying the, you know, the just massive bundles of zip-tie handcuffs. Yep, and that's not just to scare people, that's, you know, they brought it out there for a reason. I look, I see all the buses lined up, I see all the zip-tie handcuffs, and then Ryan comes back with the news that they said they're going to re- detain everyone. And everyone, except for what, like, two dumbasses went very, just, just, they, they you know, the police come... Were there people that, I mean, there were people that were rude to the cops? I didn't see anyone but fight, I yeah. but I, I saw one person in timeout, so I'm assuming that they just probably resisted arrest or something. I thought one of them was a homeless person, too. It could have been, No, yeah. seriously, one of the people in there was, I think, a homeless person. The police were like, yes, score! <laughs> but so they made him sit to the side. I don't think he was treated the same as everyone else because the cops realized. Yeah, so basically, um, they just start coming up one by one, and they bring out riot officers well they're all riot officers but 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 they they come out and they grab people um put their hands behind their back and then handcuff them with these zip tie handcuffs which are not they do not feel very pleasant by the way they're very tight and they dig into your skin especially when you get on a fucking bus crowded full with people there's no comfortable way you got to sit, sit down, down with your hands behind your back yeah. and shit and they and with the, with digging into your fucking yeah. like, wrists and it, and mine would start riding up a little bit and they would like <coughs> poke my bone of my arm yeah. really bad but anyway so they put everyone. Ryan got arrested first, and they, I wanted to get it over with. Yeah, I told you straight away. I was like, "I'm go, I'm going next," because you know, the sooner you get a, arrested, detained, the faster you can get if out we, of there. If we waited, we we would have been taking the Van Nuys. Yeah. So so they had like there were too many people they were arresting, so they had to take a whole bus over to Van Nuys, which is a uh, like in the valley. So that's that's very far away, and that would have sucked. Um, because because we were only parked a few blocks from the police station, so we could walk there. But basically, um. Finally, you know, Ryan gets taken away. I took some pictures. That's what you saw on his social media. And then the police, I see them a few minutes later. I kind of just went and stood by him because I was just waiting. Uh, they point over at me. They come over. Two riot officers, you know, they, they're really rough, too. They want to show you, like, look how powerful we are. Yeah. And I'm not, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not anti-police either. I'm not part of that anti-police movement, but... My 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 officer was very nice, answered all my questions, including there were some charismatic officers that were just very kind of like, oh, we have to stand out here, let's have a discussion. There are officers, like your officer, Matt. Yeah, There so, are assholes. 
that are like this. And they shouldn't speak for all law enforcement, but it's important to remember that if the media is going to cover the negativity that surround the protests, then it's important to cover the negativity that law enforcement pushes onto the protesters as well. So, yeah, so I, you know, they twist, they really twist your, like, I put my hands out for them, and they really still even continue to twist your arm to the point where you almost want to say something because it hurts so bad. Matt, look at you. You're a dangerous man. They I didn't know dangerous... if you were going to go ballistic. I could've... If you were going to go into some sort of unbridled fit of rage. I could have ripped my shirt off and gone, <laughs> just started beating the shit out of him. So You would have thrown every cop like two miles away from the situation. You would have hulked them through walls. I could have just adoken them, dude. But so, thank God they just took your wrist. I took it easy on them that night. <laughs> yeah. So they did that. You know, they take everything out of your pockets. They touch your penis a little bit. He he, he touched my penis did, twice. Did he? Yeah. He, he ran his hand up and just... They didn't touch my wiener. They touched mine twice. <laughs> twice? Twice. He was probably surprised. He's like, that wasn't a penis. Yep. That, holy shit, that's a penis. <laughs> God <laughs> yeah, damn. Damn, son. <laughs> gotta put that in the police report. <laughs> this boy's got a weapon. So, um, every single person had their own personal little riot officer. It was quite the luxury. Uh, mine, unfortunately, wasn't... I, I got one of the kind of asshole cops. Ryan's got a good one. And the guy in front of me got a nice officer. The officer was like, yo, you play any sports? And the guy's like, nah, I used to surf. He's like, oh, I did too. And they're talking and stuff. And my officer just kept saying one thing, just should have stayed home, Matthew. Should have stayed home. And I just wouldn't say anything. And like three minutes would go by and he'd go, should have stayed home, Matthew. What were you thinking? Should have stayed home. What were you thinking, Matthew? I'm just like, yep. And then he pulled out my cell phone. I mean, this is what upset me the most was he pulled out my cell phone out of the bag after I gave it to him. And he, um, he like, he looked at it and he didn't unlock my phone, but he scrolled through all my text notifications and he like sarcastically read a text from my girlfriend who was, she didn't know what was going on and she was freaking out. So I don't know, hearing him like sarcastically read a text from my girlfriend who was freaking out really upset me. And then he was just going through and he, and he read a text from Brent and he goes, someone named Brent says he's proud. And I was like, yeah, it's my boss. And he was like, oh. but, but essentially, um, oh, and then <laughs> we don't want to say that Brent's proud that like we got arrested. He, did, he didn't, he's not proud that we were arrested or that we were quote unquote a part of the protest. He's, he's just kind of like, that's just Brent. Brent. Hey, Brent. hey, proud of you. Brent is, you know, again, big thank you to Brent for that night. You know, it was like 3 a.m. He called our parents. He called the jail to figure out what was going on. You know, Brent is a wonderful man. And I think, I think he's flirting with my mom. I do. I think he's flirting with my mom, too. My mom said that she's like, I've never met Brent and I love him. He's, he's great. My, my mom said the same thing. And then when I came into the office the next day, Brent was like, your mom might just be my new favorite person. Oh, my God, dude. Brent is Brent's going to fuck our moms. Brent. Before we get a chance to fuck each other's moms. OK, Brent, I got to I got to give Brent a little credit here. Brent, Brent, Brent Lilly, my man. Woo! Hey, he could be our new dad. What if what if he married both, both of our moms? He became a Mormon. Yeah, he marries he both of He already sounds moms. like one. He does sound like a Mormon. What? Are we hungry? Yeah. Where, wait, where are you thinking of order? Open the door. Come in. So we're about to order food. Fuck up your podcast. You guys want something to eat? Yes. Uh, yeah, what, what were you thinking? I need to take a tinkle break anyways. Okay, go take a tinkle break. Okay. We'll be right back after these short messages. Vernon, Sponsored by Vernon Shaw. Show. Give, us, give us a commercial. Vernon, give us a fucking... Vernon, we need a commercial while we're ordering food. I need order food too, though. Hey, everybody, Vernon Shaw here from Game Grumps and Hot Pepper Gaming here to say, Super Mega's just okay. Think about what you're doing with your life. Are you really 
happy that you're spending so many hours watching two boys play video games. They're handsome, I'll give you that. I actually agree with him on that. It's a lot of wasted time, I think. But but hey, I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining, but... Yeah, and hey, more importantly, uh, time spent, ha- time wasted having fun is... Not, never really time wasted at all, is it? Yeah. not time wasted at all. Yeah. But time wasted watching two degenerates of society play video games oh, might yeah, be... trash. That's a little bit time wasted. It's absolutely trash. Okay, we're back. All right, hope you enjoyed those messages from Vernon Shaw from Hot Pepper Gaming and an avid Trump supporter. Anyway, um, so, where did I leave off? Okay, yeah, the officer was, you know, he read my text notifications. Brent said he's proud. Brent is going to bang both of our moms. Uh, yeah, so we get put on the bus. Yeah, we get put on the I bus. I get put on the bus first. They, they take the a little... Way, but the way they fucking put us on the bus, you get off of the bus first. I know, you were in line way longer than me, and they stick you in the back, and they put me in the front, so I got I off. I line shorter than you, but I was more in the front. That was a day. We were standing in that line for ages. I'd say almost an hour. I'd say 45 minutes. Yeah, also the news, after they bust us away, that's when the news showed up to, like, uh, take video and stuff. So the crowd was much smaller, and we, we, we weren't in that video. video. No, it looked pretty small at that point. But, um... Of course. But they'd already taken two two buses away, I think, at that point. Yeah. But, um, they, you know, they you stand in line, and then my officer's like, so what do you do? And I even like YouTube. And then... Him and another officer like, how do you make money off of that? How does that work? The age-old question that everyone asks. Every Uber driver, every family member, every, every you know, distant relative at a family outing. It's like, oh, okay. You know what you do what? when you get into an Uber? Just uh, take one, like, always have a pair of headphones with you. You don't even have to be listening to music. Just keep them in. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, I should do that. Usually I'll just, like, put my face right in my phone, but... That doesn't always stop him. Anyway, he's like, so, so, what do you, how do you do YouTube? What's your, tr- how many subscribers do you have? So I'm standing there in handcuffs explaining what Super Mega is. Yeah. Explaining, explaining like, <laughs> what exactly, what kind of content we make. What, what, so you do, what do you do? And it's like, ah. And I gotta explain how, how we make money and how, and then like the officer's are like, wow, cool. And it's like, all right. You know what my officer did? What? He went, what do you do? I'm like, YouTube. He goes, YouTube. Yep. And that was it. That was it? Not my officer. He really he really wanted to know. He grilled you hard. Anyway, um, but then they, they put you in front of the bus. They take a little makeshift, uh, you know, it's not an official mugshot, but they got someone with like a f- camera with a flash. Let's see if I can find that photo. My officer was like, look, we get our own little, we get to take our own little picture together to remember this moment. And uh, stand next to him, uh, took a picture, put me on the bus. And the bus is... Didn't he say something about your twin, though? Yeah. No, he's like... He's talking to another officer. He's like, I'm out here late, and I'm going to be out here late every night because, you know, Matthew's twins are going to want to come out and do the same thing. And I told him, I was like, you know, I'm just out here to take pictures and okay, spectate. Okay, large, bald, white man. He was, uh, was it Officer Humphreys? I think that was his name. I don't know. Anyway, they put us on the bus, and the bus is, is sectioned off into these, like, caged chambers. And we get put into one of the bigger ones. The middle one. Yeah, girls get their own, like, separate individual cages with, like, two people in it. But <laughs> all the guys... So fucked up. I know, but all, then all the guys get, get put into this big cage. So you, me, and a bunch of, what, like, 12 other dudes, probably, like, 10, 12, I, mean, I don't the know. the rest in the back that... Didn't really talk at all. No, I didn't hear them at all. But we were in the middle cage, and we're all sitting there. I actually, that bus ride was fun. I, I had a good time, because the guys were, were all really cool, and we're all, like, make cracking jokes. And Singing was, along to songs. Yeah, the bus like driver. It was a field trip, except with yeah. uncomfortable wrists. Exactly, and you know that the end of the field trip is not going to be, uh, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, uncomfortable wrists, not due to giving hand jobs, but because of the zip tie. Well, 
Mm, I mean, don't single anyone out, but yeah, basically. They they were playing like they're, they're playing some old they're playing shit. Alicia Keys and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're everyone's singing along, very fun. Everyone's cracking jokes, and then we get off the bus, and it's like, oh, here's the reality. They take us into. Well, it's not just that we were on the bus for about two hours. God, that bus. I timed it. We were on the bus for two hours. We we drove for about fifteen minutes, and then we were stationary for about an hour and a half. Yeah, that that was that was hell just sitting on the. At least it was air conditioned. <laughs> but um, basically, then we get off. They take us into this little like like indoor kind of warehouse where they they take people into the jail area they make you stand up against a wall take the laces out of your shoes take the strings out of your hoodies which my hoodie actually the string was decorative so like well i just bought it and i and i I had to ruin it is that the one thing you have to complain about of that that entire fucking i I bought a brand new hoodie and then i had to break it you know you should have told them you break it you buy it well, I, I mean, that that was something I was legitimately upset about because I just bought that hoodie. <laughs> but I, I gotta go buy a new one. I can buy an even better one. No, but I really liked that one specific hoodie. It was from Topman or something. I liked it. But, but and it was on the clearance rack, so I don't even know if they'll have it again. Anyway, first world problems. Um, then they put everyone into a little, like, holding cell together. A big concrete room. Literally, everything's made out of concrete. Um, and then there's a urinal. Everyone's sitting in there. They bring you out one by one, tell you, you're, you know, your charges. You're gay. Sir, you're gay. Now get back in the cell. <laughs> what they say? Uh, they called well, me gay. Same here. What's going on? You boys are you boys are gonna be here for a long time. It's so, like when when you think about it, the whole stereotypes of like prisons, like homosexuality, is just because the officers just kind of implant it into your head the moment you're detained. Uh, you boys are under arrest now. Kiss. <laughs> what? You want to get off, don't you? Because I'm about to get off. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the second Ryan, you know, we're all in the cell and they shut the door. And Ryan's like, we could be here for like four hours. I'm just, I'm going to lay down. So Ryan lays down on the cold, hard concrete. And the moment you lay down, they're like, all they right, everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> and then they take us out back into the, like the kind of like warehouse area, sit us down. Um, they give us all of our personal info. They come up, give us the ticket. We got to sign it. My officer actually, he's like, here's your court date. It's at 8.30 a.m. On, on this day. And he wrote down 8.30 p.m. And I and I didn't want to be like a smartass. But I was like, you wrote down p.m. And he was like, oh, yeah. Well, golly gosh. Whoops. I saw, your, I saw the guy who did that. It was a different officer. He, seemed, he was nice. That, he that guy was like nice. A, oh, howdy. No, that, the, oh, guy, the officer that gave me the actual ticket, not the one that arrested me, but the guy that... He gave me the ticket and my stuff. He was very nice. Uh, um, officer, you wrote this down as a felony? Huh, whoops. Oops. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> slipped my mind. If if I had just gone by the ticket and gone in at 8.30 p.m., by the time I went in, there would have been a warrant out for my arrest. Yeah, but you know how many warrants there are for yeah, the skip court. Still, that would have fucked LA me over. County. I couldn't have just gotten out of that. But no. anyway, they give us our tickets, and then they walk us out. The There was like a little garage door that goes under the street. They just walk us out and... We're on the sidewalk, and that was it. And we walked back, got McDonald's, and uh, went home. And that was that was the night. Yeah, that was a, it. Was a it was a it was a it was an experience. How about that? So enough about that. Uh, we saw a movie. We did see a movie. I know that's a that's a hard cut to something after <laughs> after such a long conversation. People are just like, wait, what? That they just. They just switched like that. All right. <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. Well, all aboard. We we did see a movie. Uh, we saw it with Aaron and Susie and Chris and Barry. We saw Arrival, the the movie starring Amy Adams and Brendan Fraser. And uh, <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh God, that movie. Brendan worked. Fraser is one of the uh, septopods. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie though. I really enjoyed it. It's the movie about. Uh, 
aliens come down in these big like monolithic shell things and then the movie is about a linguist who is uh trying to like break the language barrier with these creatures yeah and we're not gonna spoil anything give anything away but i will say it's one of those movies much like i saw moonlight recently and i and i thought it was a beautiful film i, I want to really see it i didn't loved see it. it i really want so to. i've seen two good movies in a row and i love seeing a movie and afterwards i'm like i want to read more about it or i got i want to i need to think about this more because like it's just it's a it's a different movie than what they usually put out. It's not your typical ending. It's not your typical story story at all. It's 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 really it's based on a short story. Yeah, it was it was a good refresher because you know most alien movies it's like they're invading us and it's humans versus aliens and then we bah, 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 bah. I know and there's a lot of guns and tanks and explosions and then someone sacrifices themselves and blows something up and kills all the aliens and then humanity recovers and moves on to the next phase of life but this was very refreshing because it's not about you know it's got it's got like a very deep story and the pacing isn't action movie i can understand why people would be bored, but it's not. It wasn't boring at all to me. I didn't, I, could I didn't understand. I can understand why the why the typical movie audience that is like Age of Ultron, the next the next Avengers movie. I can understand why they would probably get a bit bored. Not saying that those movies are bad. Just saying well, that the attention. Okay, here's the, here's the rule. Usually, movies try to go by the attention span of every seven seconds, change up the shot or do something different. This movie goes with. We have a tone. We're going to set that tone. We have a story to tell. We have visuals to help display that story. That's how it's laid out. They're not trying to keep people's attention by changing the frames and and just image every seven seconds. I think also it's, uh, you know, a lot of people go into it with the expectation that it's like, this is an alien movie. It's going to be very action-packed, very, you know, high-speed. Do high not speed. expect an action movie at all. It's not like that. It's more of a, um, you know, kind of like slowly-paced very interesting, and it held me. It was. Throughout. It was really interesting because I really like language and lingu- lin- linguini pasta linguistics, <laughs> and so I thought that like the whole aspect of of like that side of the movie was really interesting too. I really liked it a lot. And I, honestly, you, you you've been asking me, but you really I think should go see Moonlight. I want to see it. I, I really, really want to see it. I really like Moonlight. I, I got to find a time to see it. Maybe tonight. Will who, you go see it again? Who knows? I got to see Doctor Strange still. I got to <sighs> see that. I gotta see that soon. I, I saw the trailer. I thought it looked really cool, but I, I don't really have any hype for it. But I'll, I'll see it, though. I have to go. I, I You know me. I go see anything that's out. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, you saw the what? What you saw the Minions movie by yourself? I did. I saw Cinderella, the live-action Cinderella by myself. That's not <laughs> I'm a sorry. Joke. I'm, not, I'm not making... It's not I'm, a joke. I I'm not laughing it. at you to make fun of you. It's just the image of, of you <laughs> sitting in a theater with children <laughs> I used to, by yourself yeah. watching the Minions movie and the Cinderella movie. <laughs> I, I walked out of the Cinderella movie. I used to review, like, give little short reviews of movies on my, uh, like, on my Twitter account, and I gave it, like, a D, I think. <laughs> a D. I don't like live action recreations of animation because animation captures something completely different that live action can't. Yeah, that's totally true. I wonder if they'll ever do like a live action remake of like a Pixar movie or something. I'm just sick of it. They're doing Beauty and the Beast and of course they're doing... I'm not sure. It's easy cash They're doing Milan. They're doing a live action Are they really? Yeah. And I I don't want that. I don't remember this. It's been like... I just need Mushu. I just need Eddie Murphy's wise crackedness. 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 I think it's been... I think it's been what? Like... 10, it's been like a decade, or I'd even go as far to say like 13, 14 years since I've seen Mulan, so I don't remember, I barely remember anything about it, so. Soundtrack, so I love the soundtrack. Oh, my I heart will go on is amazing. 
Uh, we recommend Arrival. I do, yeah. I recommend Arrival. Go out and see it. If you want something that's a different spin on an alien movie, go check it out. It's really cool. And if, um, you, if you like your movies 90 minutes filled with explosions and not much story, this isn't for you. Nope. But, you know, we got, we got something else to talk about. All right? We got to bring this to attention. There's a little... There's a little establishment, okay, that people the people know across the United States called New Jersey Michaels, okay? Or you may know it as Jersey Mike Subs. Mm-hmm. Let's get something straight, Jersey Mike's. The other day we ordered lunch. We're at the office doing doing some some of that nice hard work. Just we editing. We're hungry. The office orders lunch. They, we order subs, you know? It's like a nice submarine sandwich. That sounds delicious right now. You think about it, you're like, oh, those herbs and spices that, with that some soft meats bread? and cheese, maybe some veggies along with it. Not for me, because I'm picky, but, you know, if you're feeling in the mood, put some lettuce and tomatoes on that shit, make it a bit juicy. That delivery man knocks on the door. We get this crate full of fucking sandwiches. And we're like, whoa! What, what's in the crate, Ryan? Not sandwiches, but no. a little something else. Sub something a called a sub in a tub. And you know and you know why? Because on their menu, their picture for a meatball sub sandwich or any other sub sandwich is the sub sandwich. And it's under the category sub in a tub, which I don't, I don't ever read the category. I don't know what the fuck. What is a sub in a tub? Sub in a tub is when they take away the bread, put everything in a fucking... Little yeah, dish they they, they get a plastic thing. tub and then they just put the contents of the sandwich minus the bread. But it's not just that; it's a tub. cold sub in a tub. It's cold. The meatball sub is cold. It's juicy. It's moist. It's you could have you could have taken that tub, tilted it, and drinking the juices like it was a beverage. And on top of that, it, it you know Aaron Aaron was going on about this, but it's not. It'd be different if it was like the stuff was chopped up so you could eat it with a fork. It's not. The ingredients are just whole, just layered. So if you try to stick a fork in it. You get, like, massive cuts of meat and, like, a whole slice of tomato and lettuce. And it's like, how am I supposed to eat this? A fork and a knife. So we got a whole bunch of uh, subs in a tub by mistake. I don't know why Jersey Mike's offers that, but I'm sure the moment that order was placed, they're like, guys, someone's actually ordering it. No one's ever ordered this before. Holy shit, more than one. Two. Two subs in a tub. Three, four. Oh, so many subs in tubs. We're going crazy. Now, now I'm waiting for the comments on the video. I always order the sub in the tub. It's delicious. Fuck off. It's like that. Like what? I, it's like going to McDonald's. But like, yeah, can I just get uh, the contents of the Big Mac minus the bun stuck in a plastic bin and make sure it's like heavily condensated when I get it? So you know, it's like dripping with water and and stuff. And I'm not one to well, usually complain. Rib. So I yeah, I got a McRib last night because the McRib is. That sensation that's like, oh, it's it's once a year. There it is. I had one once long ago, and um, I did not like it at all. They didn't put enough sauce on it or something. I just didn't like it. So last night we go to McDonald's. We got to go through the drive-thru twice because I ordered a McRib. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. They give us McNuggets. We go back again, um, sit there for five minutes, and they give us. And we hear the guy in the back go, I told you it was a McRib. I told you. It's because so, they were obviously having the argument of, did he say McRib? Or McNugget. They could have asked me at the window, like we do at Chick-fil-A. They all, dude, that McDonald's sucks. They're so bad They're every so time. They're stupid. They don't care. Yeah, but so I get the McRib finally. And, you know, I'm not expecting anything good. I'm like, I, I'm gonna, probably going to hate this like I did a couple years ago. I open it up, and it's not even the regular bun. It's this. So they got the long piece of meat, if you can even call it that, like drenched in barbecue sauce. And then a regular small hamburger bun with... You, like, it's not the bun that's made for it. There's a bun made sesame, for the McRib. But this one had sesame seeds, which is weird. I usually think of Burger King. No, no, they're, they have the, um, they have sandwiches that have, the Big Mac has sesame seeds and stuff. Ew! But, but basically it's like, 
the the meat of the sandwich was like two times longer than the bun and the bun was just on one side of it so it's just it had wings you could flop it yeah but but it was just shifted over so it's just this massive like stick of meat dripping barbecue sauce with like pickles and onions with this tiny little bun and i look at him like how am i supposed to eat this like i it was it was difficult to eat especially in the car because the bun covered up like a third of the whole sandwich but they didn't care. I ate the McRib, got a stomach ache, didn't feel too good. It's not very good. If you like the McRib, good for you. I, I'm not a big fan of it, but I'll probably order it again next year because I don't know why. It's some, they, Their marketing works with the novelty of it. It's like, it's the McRib. You got to get it now or you'll oh, never get it again. Oh, the McRib. I don't like the McRib, though. I'll just, just leave it at that. I don't think most people do. I mean, it's they bring it back every year for a reason, I guess. Maybe I think a lot of people like it. I've been playing Watch Dogs too. Yeah, Watch Dogs. Is that fun? I, I walked in on you playing it. I'm looks... enjoying it. I like the whole. I don't know. It's the city is very empty in the game, which is unfortunate because it just feels kind of just eh, bland when you're roaming really cool, sometimes. Though. But I like the missions because you get to use your little drones and little like jumper car things. It's really fun. Ooh. I like I like the whole hacking mechanic stuff because you can hack into computers by like taking over a camera and using that camera to access other cameras until you get to where you need to go. And if one of the cameras views a computer, you can hack into that computer to get a security access code and then you can open up. To, it's, 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 it's fun. I didn't Whoa. play the first watchdog, so it's my first go around at these mechanics and uh, I can't say whether it's worth sixty bucks yet, but I'm 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 playing it. I'm doing I'm doing something. I hear you in your room late at night playing it. it sounds like a sounds like a good time. I hear you just whoa yeah. <laughs> this is a game. What if that was a what if people hacking <laughs> legitimately holy shit? I just what? said legitimately 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 uh, <laughs> played games like that. You know if you're enjoying you go to a movie and you're enjoying it just whoa yeah. But like it's not like when a. A big thing happens. It's just, just you get like, a you little. Just, you're like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Woo! I saw Anchorman two in theaters uh, a while back. This this big dude was sitting in the seat in front of me, and he's just the scene. Spoiler alert! But the scene in Anchorman two when the bus is flipping, this guy in front of me was having the time of his fucking life. Just, oh, this is hilarious. Oh, oh, just laughing and clapping and he was he kept saying this is hilarious. This is hilarious He was yelling it and everyone I'm sitting with they were just we're just looking at each other like wow This guy is really having a good time. I wish I could get I'm is, sorry. Is, I, I just really like the movie I, I It was Ryan guys. <laughs> I, I didn't want to rat him out or embarrass him, but it was Ryan He was sitting in front of me, but the people guy are, he, people could actually think that you're Serious? No, it was not right. You know there are people there who, just, <laughs> yeah, who just like everything we say. It's like, ah oh, man, I just took a big dump in a dragon's mouth. <laughs> that that's impossible, guys. You really didn't do that. That you know, I'm calling you out on your bluff right now. <coughs> but but the guy was just having a great fucking time. And speaking of having a great fucking time, Ryan, what do you say about uh about ending this podcast? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fine. End it. Right I'll here. do it. I'll end it. I don't believe you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.